This is the KFDM Morning Show podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. Let's get to a look at what's happening in your headlines. An 83-year-old man dead this morning after he was electrocuted at a uh, senior center here in Southeast Texas. He touched a downed power line at Calder Woods. Beaumont police are investigating his death. It happened after seven o'clock Sunday morning at the senior living center in the 7,000 block of Calder Street. He died at the scene. Justice of the Peace Ben Collins Sr. has ordered an autopsy. Calder Woods issued a statement about the elderly man's death. The statement reads, quote, the entire Calderwoods community is saddened by the loss of one of our cherished residents. Our thoughts and prayers are with the family members and our entire community. We will have counselors available on site from noon until 4 p.m. today through Thursday for any residents, family members or associates, end quote. In Liberty County, detectives say the death of a three-year-old boy is suspicious. This morning, authorities say on the boy on Saturday, the boyfriend, the child's mother, called and told a county sheriff dispatcher that the child was in distress and gagging. When officers arrived at the residence on County Road 3792, they found the child in a recliner. Paramedics started CPR, continued trying to save the child's life on the way to Kingwood Hospital when the boy was pronounced dead in the emergency room. Liberty County Sheriff's lead investigator Sean Mitchell says the child's death is considered suspicious, but the sheriff's office says the investigation is in the early stage as the family is being interviewed and detectives are waiting for autopsy results. A 15-year-old suspected of shooting and killing a man in Port Arthur has been arrested for murder. His family drove him to the Port Arthur police station yesterday where he turned himself in. We are not naming the teenager because, again, he is a juvenile. Police believe he's responsible for shooting and killing a 26-year-old man. Shooting happened Saturday morning about 9 o'clock at Avery Trace Apartments in the 4000 block of FM 365. Witnesses said they heard several gunshots. When police arrived, they found the body of 26-year-old Quindarius Jordan in the parking lot of the apartment complex. Cody Ray captured this video for us. Sunday, we remember the victims of the tragedy and the bravery first responders showed on September 11, 2001. But 21 years later, the nation is experiencing a first responder shortage. Police and fire departments struggling to retain and recruit personnel. As Angel San Juan reports, that's why the Lamar Institute of Technology is crucial to meeting that demand here in Southeast Texas. This is the 21st year for a Salute to the Real American Heroes event. The Lamar Institute of Technology created this patriotic gathering after the September 11th attacks to honor first responders and to raise money to fund the education of future first responders. Scholarships needed now more than ever. LIT prides itself on putting out very good first responders and on all the different fields and as that's a very big need right now in order to get into those fields they need to come through LIT so that we can help train them up to get them ready to go into EMS, fire science, police, whatever the case may be. Dr. Sid Valentine is the new president of LIT. Following 9-11 in 2001, there was a big surge in young men and women committing their lives to public service careers. But times have changed over the past two decades, and there's a great need for first responders. 
police, and fire departments facing shortages, and LIT recognizes the important role it plays in filling those vacancies. We're doing um, okay at meeting the need. There's always room for more, and the more um, individuals that we can get in the pipeline, the quicker we can get them out and get them prepared. And our advisory boards always tell us how to tweak those programs so that they're as business ready when they come out as they possibly can be. To attract future first responders like Evan Thibodeau, the 22-year-old went to college for business, but turns out firefighting was in his blood. Literally, both his parents are firefighters. Soon enough, I will be able to help somebody on their worst day. Thibodeau is a first-year fire academy student at LIT, and chances are he'll find a job as a firefighter quickly after he graduates. They're hiring firefighters everywhere, so yes, sir, I, I feel great about that because I, I, we do need more public service people and more police officers and firefighters we need more of both just to because the world the world's going crazy nowadays so we need we need people that, that that's there to protect and to help people and dr valentine says with lit's tuition reduced 46 percent students can take more classes for less and graduate earlier he says this will result in more well-trained first responders to meet the demands in our communities in beaumont angel san juan reporting in the 21 years of the Salute to Real Heroes event, LIT has raised over $874,000 and awarded scholarships more than 150 students. Across the nation and here in Southeast Texas, a tribute to the September 11th fallen first responders climbing stairs to honor the firefighters who died at the World Trade Center trying to reach 9-11 victims. Sunday, firefighters from Southeast Texas took part in an event inside the Edison Plaza in Beaumont to honor the firefighters killed following the attack. The idea behind the event was to finish climbing flights of stairs that firefighters weren't able to complete that fateful day. This event taking place throughout the country this month and community members also invited to take part. Lumberton Fire Chief Jeff McNeil spoke about why it was important to take part. There's three reasons why I'm climbing today. The first one, very important, remembering those that we have lost. It's a sacred day for us. The second reason why I'm climbing is I'm surrounded by firefighters, medics, police officers. We come together, we're unified today, we're a team. The third reason that I'm climbing today is to send a message to our future generations. I got my granddaughter Swayze here, she's my cheerleader. We wanna let her know, remember the past, be present, the be present today and always look into the future. National Firefighters Foundation helped to organize the event and others across the country. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Good morning, Southeast Texas from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. And here is a look at your Monday morning forecast. It is, of course, September the 12th, 2022. Pretty nice weekend here in Southeast Texas. We saw temperatures up around the 90 degree mark. Plenty of sunshine and not much of any rain across the area. And I think that's really gonna be the case throughout much of the upcoming week. We'll be looking at a mostly sunny to partly cloudy sky today and just a very, very small 10% coverage of showers. And that's more or less uh, gonna be along the coast pretty quiet otherwise across the area. We'll see a little bit of a frontal boundary kind of work its way through. That'll turn our winds around to the northeast and that should help bring in a little bit lower humidity as we work through the next several days. So today's temperatures, upper 80s in the lakes, looking for around 90 in the triangle. Northeast winds average out to about 10 miles an hour. Over the next several days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we're gonna be looking at a mostly sunny sky 
pretty cool starts. Overnight lows should generally be into the 60s, and Wednesday and Thursday in the triangle, we'll actually see overnight lows into the middle 60s. So, again, a nice shot of cool air coming in. Uh, afternoon temperatures, though, with the sunshine will warm back up, and the lower humidity, of course, helps to heat things up. We'll be looking at highs right around that 90-degree mark as we push through the middle part of the week. And as we t head towards the weekend, uh, high pressure starts to edge out. Southeast winds return, and we'll see a little bit of moisture back. So a 20% coverage of showers for Friday. Right now, a 30% coverage of showers for Saturday, and then we'll kind of walk it back down as we head towards the end of the weekend. Overall, temperatures are going to stay in the upper 80s to around 90 degrees over the next seven days. Tropically speaking, not much happening at all out there. Of course, Earl, long gone by now. The Gulf of Mexico and the Caribbean remain very, very quiet. Only thing that the Hurricane Center is watching is a, a weak wave that's out there with very disorganized showers and thunderstorms. That's about a 1,000 miles to the east of the Windward Islands, so it is a long way out there and of right now of no concern. And it looks like the next 7 to 10 days at least remain pretty quiet, so that is certainly some good news out into the Gulf. Allergy sufferers beware today. We've got some very high tree pollen and grass pollen out there. The weed pollen also high. The mold spores are high, so not a great day for allergy sufferers. High tide today comes up at 5.28 a.m. and again at 5.49 p.m., and your UV index today on this Monday is a 9. That's going to do it for your forecast on this Monday morning. Again, we're looking for partly cloudy skies with highs around 90. Northeast winds should average out to about 10 miles an hour. Get your forecast anytime online at kfdm.com. We're on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to download our free weather app. It's available on your iOS and Android devices. From the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow for the KFDM Morning Show Podcast.